from the heart of the universe to the core of your own spirit welcome to i think i love my life the podcast that's all about falling back in love with yourself your journey and the world around you i'm your host april and you are rocking with me i'm here to share with you to learn with you and to grow with you because this this is our space here on i think i love my life personal growth is the priority real self-care a necessity and an intentional spiritual practice is the only thing that's going to hold this all together we all know that life can be a shit show so consider this your sanctuary a place to find peace strength and a renewed love for life so get locked in if you not only want to transform your life but your heart and your soul as well ready let's get it welcome and welcome back to i think i love my life i'm your host april and you are rocking with me today's episode is the first of many um about um, emotional intelligence emotional growth um and things of that nature so how do you feel about how you respond emotionally in everyday life I'm not talking about the doozies, like the tragedies, like please respond however you want, like look, all all bets are off, right, with things like that. But in real everyday life, do you believe that you are emotionally mature, right? Do you believe that you can grow more emotionally or are you kind of satisfied where you are and how you balance your inner world with the outer world other people's emotions uh, group things and things like that like how do you feel like you are getting along emotionally because the reason I brought this in as part of my practice and how I want to approach my own life. And even when I'm helping others, focusing on that. And the reason why I brought this in as a tool, number one is an idea, exploring the idea, and then using it as a tool to be able to navigate Right. If we're talking about goals and planning and building, there are so many emotional ups and downs. Right. There are so many ways to see things emotionally. And sometimes emotions are not even true. Right. Like sometimes you're feeling something that is true to you, but it's not the truth right it's just true to you and it's stopping you it's holding you back um from having healthy relationships having a growing thriving business having a great relationship with your children your siblings your parents right so that's why i like the topic of emotional growth emotional intelligence so that's what we're talking about today um And the only reason why I'm saying that I'm going to have more episodes because like I can't possibly go through every single like 
everything about emotional growth, emotional intelligence. So we're just going to start here. We're just going to start with the five principles of emotional intelligence. And I did, you know, a lot of research, but I basically pulled some simple principles to kind of learn about what emotional intelligence is. Um, So the five principles are self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, social skills, and relationship management. And that there are, again, there are other models where they kind of go into other areas of emotional intelligence, but these five principles, um, I'm kind of rocking with because it's simple. And I like simple because once it gets complicated, I want to go take a nap, right? So the first principle, like I said, is self-awareness. Um, and self-awareness is just knowing, recognizing your own emotions and your strengths in that area and your weaknesses in that area and your values and your beliefs in relation to your emotions, like your inner world, right? Um, it's knowing you. And I think my biggest experience with self-awareness upon learning about emotional intelligence or just learning how to deal with my own emotions is that I had, I noticed I had two extremes. I had completely deny my emotions and tuck them down and stuff them down or build a weapon of mass destruction and just destroy everything around me. Right. There was no middle ground. So for me, being more self-aware has now taught me to play the middle a little, right? Like, or play the middle more. Don't deny what you feel kind of be more curious about it and don't use it to hurt yourself and to hurt others (laughs) like that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned with self-awareness and then we have self-regulation that is the ability to manage and regulate your emotions right and your behaviors and just being in control of yourself um One day I realized, I was like, I don't know if I am chaotic inside or if chaos is just trying to experience me, right? Just on a spiritual level, because I've never been that great at stress management. Um, I didn't even know you could manage stress. So there were just times my demeanor, my composure, um, my outlook made it very, very, very difficult for me to adapt, um, to make and to make like great decisions because I just didn't know how to regulate. Again, like I said, I had my two extremes, so I was either stuffing, stuffing them down and, going into depressive uh, modes and and shutting out from the world or I was doing something very um, erratic and bullheaded and and just in anger to where I meant for it to hurt me or I meant for it to hurt someone else and that self-regulation if you practice self-regulation it allows you to adapt it allows you to take a moment to make the best decision that's going to help everybody right and not just blow things up or tuck things away 
Um, and with self-regulation, I think things that have helped me is meditation. Of course, I'm going to talk about meditation until my face turns blue. So if you think it's woo-woo or whatever, like sit down. My my advice, just try it. Don't knock it till you try it. Um, go to YouTube. You're on YouTube anyway, watching trash. So go to YouTube. Pull up five-minute guided meditation, five minutes, and just sit there. All you have to do is sit in a quiet spot and listen. You do it in your car. When no one's home, go in and close the door. Go into the bathroom and just close your eyes and sit down for five minutes and listen. Um, Life-changing. I also work out. Um, I like to exercise. Um, Exercising makes me feel like a bad bitch, like badass, like for real, like exercising is wonderful um that also helps me to regulate my emotions like if I'm having if I'm being if I'm overwhelmed at any point emotionally I like to go and work out um so that also helps there and then journaling um, of course just writing down what I feel I'm writing down what I really feel um I think sometimes when we write to ourselves or even if you do um audio journaling which is kind of like talking into your phone I don't do that I do you know I write I like to I like to touch pages and pens I love journals I love notebooks I just love empty notebooks and I love pens and uh, I just love writing um but one thing we do when we journal sometimes is that we what's the word I know what I'm trying to say here we center that's the word see I'm I need more coffee. <laughs> we censor ourselves in our own journal. My life started changing with journaling when I just wrote down what I really felt at the time, what I felt, what I was going through. And I just did not put a cap on it and say, oh, no, you can't say that. You can't say that you look like trash. No, no, no. I wrote it down. Like I wrote in my notebook. No, I feel like I look like trash and I need to get my stuff together. Right. Like it's not. It's, it's not self-deprecating. It's me getting it out of my head and onto paper. Because even when I saw it on paper, I'm like, that's silly. But I am using those things, meditating, working out, and journaling um, for me for self-regulation. And then we have empathy. Um, and empathy, of course, is being able to understand and share in the feelings of others. Um, being attentive to other emotions and not just your own. Um, Because a lot of the times what I notice with people and like with myself, like, of course, we're all self, we're we're self-centered, right? Self-absorbed. We're not looking at other people's emotions. And for me, I noticed even in my teens, I didn't think anybody cared about my feelings. So I didn't, you know, I'd started practicing not caring about nobody else's, right? I also was the type, like, if you would cry in front of me, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't, I like, I would freeze. Like, I didn't walk away, but I didn't know how to experience that sadness with other people. I just didn't know what to do, so I would just stand there and do nothing, right? Um, but one thing about being married and being in a relationship for so long, it forced me to learn compassion and putting myself in someone else's shoes. And that's one thing about being with someone in close proximity for so long is that I noticed that I did not have a lot of empathy for anyone else's emotions. 
um, because one thing about emotions for me was that emotions are messy. I'm a logical person. To me, emotions are messy, right? So I, early on, I just decided that I'm not doing that, right? If I, I, if I can think about it logically and kind of come to a conclusion there, I'll do that. But going into how I actually feel about something, that was scary for me because sometimes I was very, very angry, stark, raving, mad, and I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to feel the anger because for me, when I noticed other people being angry, they were yelling and screaming and throwing things. And that's how I experienced anger by looking at other people. And I just didn't want to do that. And maybe also I thought that that's what anger was. Not knowing that I had been feeling anger, I was a very angry person and I didn't notice until I was told, like, no, you're very angry. Like, I know that you're over there chilling and you are, you know, zen and meditating and stuff, but you have a lot of anger inside of you. And it's not, it wasn't coming out as throwing things and yelling at people and things like that. It, it, it showed up in other ways for me, you know, not taking care of myself was a part of me being angry. Um, not, um, again, just not being empathetic towards others was another way of me being angry, like kind of like a passive aggressive kind of energy. So the way that I'm learning to be more empathetic is number one, just always remembering, like I'm always trying to put myself in other people's shoes. Now I'm always saying, okay, so what are their motivations? Why do they feel the way that they feel? What have they been through? Um, and how can I help? Um, how can I help? Do I have a word? Do I have, can I just be there and, you know, in spirit, right? Can I just be there physically, um, to support, like, how can I be of assistance with their emotions and not being afraid of their emotions? Like people, you know, just if someone is angry or someone is sad, like it's, to me, it's a lot, it's touchy feely, right? It's something I'm still learning, still kind of, this is one area where I'm just, I'm still kind of growing in and it's, it's, it's a little scary, but it's, it's, it's fun right? It's been fruitful. (laughs) So it's kind of dope. Um, and the next one is social skills, right? Um, being emotionally intelligent socially, um, it allows you to move in a room, right? Communicating well, collaborating, building relationships, um, listening, verbal nonverbal communication conflict resolution teamwork leadership just the whole navigating social situations um in a healthy manner that's what emotional if you're emotionally intelligent you're able to go within rooms and listen and share your thoughts and um address conflict without creating more conflict um functioning as a team member and doing your best in that team or just 
knowing where you fit in that team and being the best in your role, in your position, um, and being confident in that role and how you serve. Um, so emotional intelligence allows you to, again, it's the social skills is just the moving in the room and moving about rooms and learning about others and, and doing it in a healthy way where it's a win, 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 um, kind of thing. Um, and then the last one, which is kind of related to social skills, but social skills is moving throughout a room relationship management. I'm seeing it's creating the room, right? It's creating the environment where relationships can nurture, where you can nurture relationships, establish relationships, um, build trust, um, again, back to the resolving conflicts, but it's being a leader in, uh, you know, being a leader in creating that space where folks can thrive, um, and where they can learn and get support and, and where it's a positive environment, um, because I believe we're all leaders in some capacity being a parent, right? Like if there's anyone else around you, you probably have an obligation to create a, an environment that's trustworthy, that is positive, that is supportive, right? So, you know, so it, it it's, relationship management is crucial again even if you're not in a big old leadership role at some company right here in my house I have five children and a husband that's looking at me every single day and I want to be an impetus in an environment where they feel that they can you know that they're trusted um that they can trust me um, and that if there is some craziness going on that I'm going to address it, um, that in this home, we can resolve conflicts without hurting one another, um, and that we can inspire and influence one another and that we can work together to make this a great environment for all of us. So, um, that is another part of emotional intelligence where you kind of operate as a leader of creating an environment um, that is healthy for everyone in it. Um, and that was it. Like I had those five principles, which again, I'm going to, which is self-awareness, uh, self-regulation, empathy, social skills, and relationship management. Um, and I hope that you have gotten some golden nuggets um something to think about as far as your emotional growth uh journey and i think i'm complete thank you guys so much and i'll be back probably i think our next episode is also i think i'm gonna continue on with the emotional intelligence discussion um and i hope you will tune in thank you so much bye wow you are at the bottom of yet another episode and i'm starting to think you love your life and your journey too and i love that for you thank you so much for rocking with me please don't forget to subscribe comment and share the pod there are resources in the description to help you get over and get through because i want you to keep showing up for yourself 
keep standing up for yourself and be kind to yourself. And most importantly, keep going. Until next time, bye.